102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536. And David Bowie on Rock 102. The 90s are back. So is Dave. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I could let this guy tell my story for me right here. As Gene Autry would sing in his old singing cowboy days, I'm back in the saddle again. Yes, thank you, Mayor. You held on to that one for a long time, didn't you? I, I did. Thinking all weekend. I got, I got a couple days off here. I'm five. expecting my three-day weekend to a five-day weekend. Yeah, it was perfectly timed, right? My flu? Yeah, you yeah. really uh, you really knocked that one out of the park. I did. I did. I'm pretty good at that sometimes. And as I said, the 90s are back. Not the era, but the weather. We're going to have highs in the 90s today, once again. Scott Cohen will be joining us today. Oh, pretty great. excited about that, aren't you, Steve? Oh, man. I just uh, I love when he comes in here. I know you do. Every week. Well, you can participate. <sighs> Big fat phony. Every week. What, him Big or you? Big fat phony. Oh. Oh. Well, <laughs> all of us, apparently. Yeah, I think all of you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's 536. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551, and Bruce Springsteen. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. We have highs of about 90 today, but uh, probably some... Thunderstorms coming in, yeah, four or five o'clock this afternoon. Hollywood Trashy is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, Kim Kardashian posted a video where she's kissing Pete Davidson, but staring at the camera the whole time. That's creepy. Uh, One person said, uh, quote, I didn't ask to be part of this kiss. Stop making eye contact with me. And then uh, she said, well, she must have something to say. Oh, yeah. She said, oh, my God, the last time I had this much eye contact was when Ray J covered my face with high fructose porn syrup in that sex tape <laughs> you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. That's double rot your teeth out. Caitlin? Uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her a little erectoplasm. <laughs> a little cuckoo spit. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I gave her a big, fat jar of satchel syrup. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And Kanye? Who wants a schlong jelly and penis butter sandwich? (laughs) I do. There you go. That's what you (laughs) had to say. That feels so good. Uh, Megan Fox never wears her hair up because she thinks her head is, quote, the size of a tiny edamame bean. Although she she did do it recently, and she didn't mind the result. Does she have a small head? I... I don't know. I, I, I've never really noticed past the hotness of her that uh, whether she has a big head or not. Edamame beans are pretty head. small, by the way. I don't think it's that small. No, but I mean, I think that'd be a very tiny head. I had a worm crawl out of my edamame pod one time at a restaurant. That's disgusting. Mm. Like a fresh one? Yep. Do you right. eat it anyway? Living. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you mm. eat edamame raw, or is it, uh, I thought you cook it. I, I think it's they, cooked. I thought they steam it. Obviously, this little worm survived. Somehow. Tenacious little bastard, yep. wasn't he? Uh, Johnny Depp was in England on Sunday performing on stage with guitar god Jeff Beck. How about that? How the hell did that happen? Well, it's Johnny Depp. He can do whatever the hell he wants to. One, he's out of he's in a foreign country in the middle of a trial. And then two, who just calls up Jeff Beck and say, hmm. hey, I'm in town. Let's play. Well, and then if you're Jeff Beck, can't you just tell Johnny Depp no? Like... You know, uh, I guess you could. There but... is audio, by the way. I have it. If you want it, later on. All right, sure. 
Uh, his defamation case against Amber Heard went to the jury on Friday, so now we're just waiting the verdict on that one. Mm-hmm. If any one of us were involved in a defamation lawsuit, it would go on for a day. This has gone on for what? Two months? Almost two months. Yeah. Almost two months? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, they also took a break for like three weeks before they came back, so maybe a month, really. It's still total. endless. Isn't the uh, big finale today? Maybe. I mean, it, it all depends. You know, maybe the jury comes back, maybe they don't. Mm. The uh, box office over Memorial Day weekend was all about Tom Cruise and Top Gun Maverick. The movie broke the record for the biggest Memorial Day opening of all time domestically with $126.7 million from Friday through Sunday and $156 million if you add yesterday's total. The previous record holder was Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End with $153 million. This was also the biggest opening for a Tom Cruise movie and the first time he's cleared $100 million or more. Mm. That's surprising. Yeah. That, that's the first time I thought uh, like any of those Mission Impossible movies well, that he came out with. You know why? It's because the prices are jacked up now. It's not because the audiences are bigger. It's because it costs more. But, but also... They also they also know it's going to be a blockbuster, right. so they're showing it in multiple theaters in, in, in any yeah. in any movie theater. Right, I uh, I think it was at MG I was when I was at MGM for movies on Sunday. There was like four theaters that were dedicated to it. Right, yeah. You were there. What'd you see? I didn't see anything. Oh. I uh, brought a bunch of preteens to see that uh, Doctor Strange movie, oh. and I uh, sat in the lobby. And may have played some slots while I was there, yeah, too, waiting for, for those wow. kids to be done. Well, you got to do what you got to do. How you much know? did you win? Uh, I lost $500. <laughs> nice. And that's before you stepped they, on the casino yeah. floor. I was going to say, that was, be, that was after I bought the movie it's tickets. Just the popcorn, right? Yeah. yeah. The uh, This was, uh, let's see. The, uh, yeah, that's it. That was the end of the story. I thought there was more to that, but there wasn't. One of these days, I'm going to see that first Top Gun movie. You haven't seen that yet? No, no. Uh, you and Will Reichelt. I was noticing that on Facebook yesterday, the mayor of West Springfield. We may be the last two and, uh, adult men in America that have not seen it. And he wrote on Facebook yesterday, Hell, have I never seen Top Gun? And I wrote, Didn't that movie come out like 20 years before you were born? <laughs> he was still a fetus, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I believe he, he wasn't even a dirty thought in somebody's mind at that point. Uh, let's see. The house that inspired the first Conjuring movie just sold for $1.53 million. The uh, new owner says they'll keep it open to the public for tours or for paranormal investigations. That's another first movie I've never seen. A Top Gun for you, the first Conjuring for me, or the second or third. I don't even know how many there are. Yeah, I don't, I've never even seen it. I don't even know what it's about. Nope. So you're going to buy a house for $1.5 million, or whatever the hell it was, and you can't live in it because it's a, it's a... Tourist destination? Well, I mean, you think about the return you'd get on the... uh, the, There's so many people that are into that stuff that would go to these things and stay overnight. You could turn it into a bed and breakfast. You see these things all the time about staying in a haunted house for the night. And they're charging like three grand. Sure. But if I'm going to buy it for $1.5 million, I'm going to want to stay at least part of the house. The uh, first part of Stranger Things Season 4 revived Kate Bush's song Running Up That Hill so much that it's currently number one on the iTunes Top Songs chart. A similar thing happened last season with the never-ending story theme song. Oh, God. This is how things become popular again. I remember uh, Wayne's World was the one that kind of revived Bohemian Rhapsody for everybody. Right. And And then it was on the charts again. Hmm. 
pretty cool how... But Never Ending Story is a song that should never have come back. Oh, Never Ending Story. It's one God, of my favorites. Please. That's the song of my generation. <laughs> Six months apart. Nevertheless... Harry Styles is partnering partnering with the nonprofit organization Every Town for Gun Safety to end gun violence. He's donating proceeds from his North American tour, and Live Nation will match him for a projected one million dollars. Yeah, I've been listening to this Calm app at night. No, yeah, you ever hear that? No. Yeah, try this. Put you sometimes puts you right to sleep, except for last night. <laughs> except for last yeah. night when you were up all night. But Harry Styles is one of the people that's, that reads mm. you a bedtime story. Oh, goody! Really, yeah. read you a bedtime oh, story? It's, it's it's Harry Styles. It's Michael Bublé. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's all different kinds of stories. All, all the artists that would put Matthew, you to sleep in any other situation. Matthew McConaughey. Oh my god! Oh, I know. Jesus. See, I, you you guys get a jump on this. Missing out. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Sea Bugs Records is the vintage record store with a. The following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6.02 on Rock 102. Going to have highs of about 90 today. We're going to have some rain, probable thunderstorms coming in around 4 or 5 this afternoon, not lasting very long. The weather brought to you by Serview Locksmiths. They've got a key for that, St. James Avenue, Springfield, or ServuLocksmiths.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. <laughs> AHL Hockey, your Springfield Thunderbirds. Hosting the Laval Rocket this Saturday and Sunday in the AHL semifinals on their road to the Calder Cup. In case you're wondering who the other two teams are, on the western half of the draw, it's the Chicago Wolves and the Stockton Heat. If that doesn't get you fired up, you don't have a pulse! Yes, the Stockton Heat from Stockton, California, which is, I think, like grapes country out there. How you have a hockey team in Stockton, California, competing at this time of the season, I'll never know. And I thought they were named after former Red Sox announcer Dick Stockton. Or maybe after John Stockton, the former NBA star. I'm selfish. I prefer Dick Stockton. Yeah. Who is married to Leslie Visser, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. She was okay. In AHL play, of course, the Thunderbirds beginning play in the next round this weekend at home. In the NHL, the Rangers are into the next round. They eliminated Carolina with a 6-2 victory, winning that series 4 to three the rangers on to take on the tampa bay lightning in the next round of the nhl playoffs on the other side of the draw in the final four the oilers and the colorado avalanche in the nba the celtics into the nba finals they'll take on the warriors golden state favored games one and three this thursday and sunday in the bay area in california Boston will host Game 3 next Wednesday. In baseball, the Orioles pounded the Red Sox 10-0. The Sox hosting the Reds in a series tonight against Cincinnati. And in lacrosse, Maryland finished their season 18-0. They beat Cornell 9-7 in the Division I championships in East Hartford to take the title yesterday. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, Bax covers the odds on the Celtics in the NBA Finals in case you're wagering. Stay tuned. That's straight ahead in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Spectrum is America's leading internet provider, delivering ultra-fast gig... And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you are already aware, the Celtics will be facing the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals this Thursday. Now, I don't need to tell you how exciting this is, but I will. It's damn exciting. As you know, the Celtics have not won an NBA championship in 14 years. Before that, it had taken them 22 years, and that was 36 years ago. 
Golden State had their fun in 2015, and again two years later, and then the year after that. What did the Celtics get back then? Not that much. And yet, despite the fact that the Celtics dominated the Miami Heat in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals, it's the Golden State Warriors who are listed as the favorites in this series. Yes, that's right. Apparently, there's a bunch of experts, know-it-alls, alleged geniuses, and problem gamblers who are under the impression that in spite of kicking the asses of Brooklyn, then defending champion Milwaukee, and now the Miami Heat, the Golden State Warriors are somehow a better team after they beat Dallas, Memphis, and Denver to get to the finals. Are you kidding me? Yes, the Celtics started the season off as a 50-to-1 shot to win the NBA title, but that was before Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown became uh, such a dominating combo in basketball. That was before Marcus Smart became the Defensive Player of the Year, and that was before they learned to start playing like a team of destiny. And yet the odds makers in Las Vegas picked the Warriors to win it all. And you have uh, have to believe there will be their f- a fair share of degenerate gambling types in desperate need of an intervention in a 12-step program who are going to buy into that nonsense. Listen, say what you want about the Celtics' mystique evaporating over the last 14 years. I say this team is on the cusp of winning their 19th NBA championship. Why? Because since 2015, the only team in the NBA with a winning record against Golden State in the Steve Kerr era is the Boston Celtics. And that all started when the Boston Celtics weren't exactly prone to kicking asses like they are today. In other words, I'm taking the Celtics in six, and I'm not just putting any money on it at all. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The beauty of the wetter gas grill is that you turn it on and it starts grilling immediately. Fires up fast and since you should be grilling every evening, you should go to Rocky's and get yourself a Weber. It's the benchmark gas grill and Rocky's is your grilling destination. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Classic Rock. It's 612 and Thin Lizzy with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. You don't have to put on much in the way of clothing today. Highs of about 90 or so with some thunderstorms later this afternoon. You know, I uh, over the weekend, uh, Memorial Day weekend, my kid did turn 12. Ooh. So she uh, she wanted me to take her and uh, five other friends. Five? Five other friends uh, to the mall, to the movies, you know, that that kind of thing. Which, which really, it saves me a lot of hassle from setting up all this stuff on my yard and tents that nobody's going to use and yeah. food that's no, nobody's going to eat. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of stress to throw a party because mm-hmm. it, it, you got to clean your house. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, and, and and a good group of kids. I I, I had a great time. They, you know, all of them. All of, well, there's you know, there's always one. Yeah, but you can't single them out on the air. No, it was mine. It's, no. it's fine. <laughs> uh, and uh, did, no. did the other did the parents of the kids like? Did they contribute some money so that you didn't pay? They, they, uh, they did, but they didn't have to because I had already budgeted money to to take them. You know, to get uh, something to eat. And, yeah, they gave them money for like spending money at the mall. Right. Sure. And I I bought the food and and, and the movie tickets. Mm-hmm. So it was. It, it would have been just as much if I, if not more, if I had had a bunch of people over to the house and set up all this crap and then, then had to clean everything up. Gotcha. I didn't have to clean everything up. Uh, the food court. Oh, this was a good part though. The the food court. I I said to my daughter, I'm like, well, do you want to go to the food court or you want me to just like take you to a 99 or something like that? You know, something easy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she said, well, well, no, they all want different things. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, well, 99 has many different it's things a, on the menu. menu. But, but whatever. 
we want to go to the food court. I'm like, okay. So we get down to the food court. They all order the same exact <laughs> thing from the same restaurant. There you go. It was all Chinese food. That's all they wanted. All right. Well, that's that's good. Was, yeah, it was it was easy enough because it was just one stop shopping, you know. So we uh, anyway, we're we're walking through the mall, and you know they're going into all these like contemporary stores, like the Hot Topic and the and the Claire's. So they can all buy their Joy Division T-shirts and yeah, look cool. Pretty much, sure. pretty much uh, Stranger Things merchandise that's everywhere right now. <laughs> right. Um, but as we're walking along in the mall, I'm uh, I'm walking like you know uh, three hundred yards behind all these kids. Mm-hmm. Because you're not supposed to have kids unattended at the mall. Is that their request? Dad, stay back? Well, no, actually, that's a, that's a mall uh, rule, yeah, believe it or not. It's a, it's, well, uh, the stay back part? Yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. No, she did, it, she wasn't like that, but okay. I was like, I'm like, let me give you some space yeah. because I don't... Yeah. Well, you're really, a six-foot wallet as far as the 12-year-old's concerned. Yeah, I don't really have any concern with the ongoings of the middle school <laughs> gossip, you know what <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean? I already, I already got enough with the elementary school here in the morning. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so we're walking through the mall, and I'm walking behind it. And I'm walk- actually, at this point, I'm walking ahead of them because I said, all right, I'm just going to walk up this way, and then you guys can meet me. So we're walking down, and it's on the bottom floor. I don't even know exactly where we were in the mall, but I see this guy who's, like, clearly some sort of worker for somewhere, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he works at the mall or not, but he's got, like... A uniform type thing on with a lanyard. I couldn't see it because it was a little too far away. Mm-hmm. Right. This guy is clipping his nails in the middle of the mall. Eesh. Wait, not his toenails, then his, his fingers, fingernails. His fingernails. But still, yeah. You don't. These are things you don't do in public. I've seen a guy do that on the subway before in New York City, by the way. Toenails too. Ew, that's disgusting. That's gross. Yep, so that's gross. Yep. Why so, go and got to excuse himself to a bathroom and do it in private? Well, you know, so so I'm I'm watching this guy and he's like clipping the nails mm-hmm. and he's doing it over the trash can because oh. I, I I put the picture up on Facebook, blurred his face out mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't know. I just was trying not to. <laughs> embarrass the man too much because he was already well, he, doing a good job in public by himself. I was going to say, he didn't care about embarrassing himself. I know, but I don't want the to be the one that, uh, whatever. Anyway, so so this guy's cutting his nails, mm-hmm. and the nails are not going into the trash can. Of course they not, because they, the, they, always, they always fly everywhere. Shrapnel, it's going, going, out, their own. going out. Yeah, and I, mean, I, tried, the, I try to do my toenails, by the way, over the toilet at home usually, but they always snap off and go in different directions and wind up in a corner of the bathroom. you got to go pick them up later. That is just one of the most disturbing yeah. things I just had pictured in my head about you <laughs> putting your foot up on the toilet and cutting your toenails. Mm-hmm. Well, where, where do you do yours? I do mine in the bathroom, okay. and I have a towel under me okay. while I do it, and but, I put a towel over my feet while I'm doing it so okay. the shrapnel isn't going anywhere. All right. You? I do mine in a, in a shopping mall. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's the best place to do it's it. It's the best the place to do mall. it. Right by the food court, so one of my uh, toenails might fall into a Sbarro. So, uh, so well, I t- uh, I'll go to that one in a minute. But So this guy is like doing this, and he's clipping the nail. And I'm just thinking to myself, how much time do you not have that you can't cut your nails elsewhere, either on the way to work 
or on the way home from work. Well, not just time, but pride. I mean, why would you want to do that when other people are watching? Well, well, you, anyway, have to, like, you have to wonder whether this guy was like working in a clothing shop and his fingernails were so no. long they were snagging on the clothes. Maybe. And his manager says, will you please clip those damn things before you, you, you ruin everything? You know, so I put this picture up and I'm like, oh my God, this is disgusting. And then most people were in agreement with me going, oh my God, why would you do that in the middle of a, a mall? But then there's always somebody who's like, well, what's so bad about that? You got to do what you got to yeah, do. And, I, and, yeah. and, and and then somebody suggested, well, maybe he was homeless. And I'm like, listen, homeless people are people and they have morals and homeless people will do the right thing mm-hmm. and go into a bathroom and do that. Well, the homeless people might not own a nail clipper, by the way. Well, but but even so, even if you even if they got like a, a little kit or mm-hmm. something uh, to trim their nails and stuff. They're not usually doing it out in the public to do that. Yeah, usually, you go, in, go into a bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I mean, you know, listen. Even even the people who are the direst of straits, yeah, have some level of pride. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's I, exactly. I, I, they're that's people. It. They're they're just people. This guy is a person, but he's not a good person. Like, what kind of right. person cuts their nails over a trash can in the middle mm-hmm. of a shopping mall? I would agree that there are certain grooming things that that really are best kept in private. Nose years hairs. ago, yeah, nose hairs are a thing, yeah. and I uh, and and well, you because, have that done in, in public at a at a barber shop. You said that, but that's not public. That to me, that is a, okay. that is a place that specializes in uh, in in nose waxing. All right, and they offer that service for a price. And to me, you you, you couldn't charge enough. All right. Anyway, uh, get a load of this. Years ago. I, uh, my very first celebrity interview was with uh, Emo Phillips. Remember Emo Phillips? Yes, oh, the yeah. comedian. Right. And I use that word loosely, by the way. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Emo Phillips was fantastic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he did a show, uh, and I interviewed him uh, earlier in the day, and he's on stage. And one of the things he does in the middle of the show, he reaches into his pocket, and he grabs a th- uh, like a container of dental floss. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Pulls a big, you know, arm length of dental floss, doing his uh, his act. Doesn't skip a beat. It's just something he's doing while he's telling jokes. Right. Then he starts flossing his teeth on the stage, mm. in the middle of his act. Mm. Not just flossing. Mm. <laughs> Not just flossing the teeth, but in between every tooth, he's flicking it. He's flicking ah, it towards the audience. So ah, souvenirs for everybody. Yeah. It's better than a Gallagher show. Yeah. I know. And everybody just freaked the hell That's out disgusting. as a result of it. But there's something I never forgot. Free DNA from Emo Phillips. Absolutely. There you go. But to me, that's like kind of like the same thing. I would never floss my teeth. No. Out in public. There's lots of things. You don't, like, uh, tri- I don't know, maybe you, you don't trim your eye. Even women, like, who do the eyelashes and stuff, they do it in a car. Yeah. It's not like they're yeah. doing it out in public all the time. Or they do it in the bathroom. That's where you're supposed to go. I mean, like, manscaping at a Costco. <laughs> you would never do that there. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we could eat sushi <laughs> off the barbershop floor, my friends. That's a free sample today. I mean, there's a time and a place we can, for everything. We can get delicacies from all around the world, and there's the sushi yeah. off the bar. Why do you shop? walk around the man near, yeah, near the salmon cakes? Yeah, and uh, but but again, uh, you gotta pick and choose your places properly where you're gonna do these things. Now, cutting your nails in the middle of a mall <laughs> is not the place 
to do that. No, it's not. Yeah. But, hey, it got a rise out of the kids going, ew. <laughs> Talk about stranger things. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. you know what? Here you are building memories. And, and oh, isn't that what matters? Hey, remember that time we went to the mall for your 12th birthday and we saw that dude cutting his nails over the trash can? They'll never forget it. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. memories. It's 623 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. You know, you can exercise and eat right all day long, but if you're not getting quality... Rock 102 with back Stephen, Dave, and ZZ Top. They're playing Blue Bank Hills Pavilion in Boston, July 22nd. There you go. Just the two of them? Yeah, but I mean, I guess they got somebody to fill in. No, they did They did pick up another guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... How about that? The show goes on, man. And the price, ticket prices stay the same or <laughs> get higher. Probably. Yeah. Right. Doesn't matter if it's two original members or all three original mm-hmm. members. Or even just one. Uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us after 7 o'clock. Man, there's so much to talk about. There's uh, there's Celtics basketball. There's uh, there's the Thunderbirds uh, now playing in the... Uh, in the, in the This is the... Uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. It'll be the sort of the equivalent of the Final Four now in the American Hockey League. They're one of four remaining. Well, against the Laval Rocket this uh, Saturday and Sunday at, at uh, Mass Mutual. That's damn exciting. And there's some mm. other stuff, too. So, uh, Cohen coming up uh, in just a little bit. Yeah, the Red Sox come back right around the corner after their 10 nothing loss to the Orioles yesterday. Uh, and Cohen, huh? Yeah. I'm going to deal with that. Yes, you do. Yeah. God. Darn it. It's not that, it's really yeah. not that hard. What do you mean it's not that hard? You just call, you ask him anything. You can ask him about the you know his favorite lunch. Yeah, but listen, it's going to be ninety-one degrees in mm-hmm. here. Right? You want all that hot air just expelling from one person to <laughs> fill up this room so we <laughs> cannot breathe. It churns up a good breeze. Oh boy! You can bring your own hot air to go along with it. Mix we, it in, man. We got news coming up next. A Rock One Hundred Two. Is your old bathtub looking a little cattywampus? Are you thirty-two? We're back, Stephen, Dave, on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. And a shooting over the weekend in Springfield. Friends and family confirming that Springfield rapper David Carrasquillo, also known as Boss Don. Anyone? Anyone? Music of Boss Don? Anyone? Uh, yeah, um, I got the album. Do you? Yep. He was killed, unfortunately, in a shooting at Saga VIP Lounge in Springfield. It happened on Sunday. Springfield Police Department said they responded to a call of the gunshots being fired inside the lounge located at 90 Worthington Street about 1040 Sunday evening. Police officers saying they then found the adult male gunshot victim in a bathroom inside Saga. Not immediately identified, but friends and family did identify him as the rapper that I mentioned a few minutes ago. All right. I don't know that building. Where Where is 90 Worthington Street? Uh, it's probably up further than what i don't know i don't know actually no it's not you know it's funny how we have this thing in front of us called the internet and uh if we just typed in the address this is okay this is right across the uh the street from uh the parking lot where city stage used to be oh uh all right so is it the the old alumni club that's what I it think, was. Yeah, I think that's the one what on the corner. Yeah, it's the old alumni club. It was uh, the Lux uh, nightclub for a while too. But yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the shooting there has spawned a bunch of other activity. For instance, Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno questioning security procedures and ordering entertainment and liquor license hearings. 
because of the incident that happened on Sunday. Yeah, they volunteered to give that up, mm-hmm. which you, know, you don't always see. You know, whenever there's a problem at a, at a, at a bar or nightclub in, in town, you know, they, you know, they want to hold on to that. But they're volunteering to give this up. So, I mean, they're, they're as interested as uh, solving this as anything else. Saga Lounge is licensed to Gandolfia Associates, according to state records. And the Alcoholic Beverages Control Commission lists no current discipline against the operator. The business manager is Paul Ramesh. Ramesh? I don't know. Don't know. Well, we wish them well as they try and recover for this horrible incident. A concert in Amherst tightened its security regulations after the Springfield rapper was killed Sunday night. And this is interesting. According to the billboard that was read at the venue in Amherst for the concert, and I'm quoting, due to last night's unfortunate tragedy, RIP to the young homie. Again, just quoting from the posting outside this particular event in Amherst. Due to last night's unfortunate tragedy, RIP to the young homie, New England got something to say hip-hop concert at Hazel's Blue Lagoon will be enforcing strict security regulations, pat-downs, etc. It's according to a Facebook post. And I'm continuing to read from the posting. Do not come with no drama. Don't bring anything that can get you or your loved ones locked up and leave any alleged beef at home. It's good advice. Eloquent in its brevity. Dave. In a way, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, listen, you know, people go to these places looking for a good time. They're not looking for a tragedy to occur. And there are some people that just go and, and are looking for looking for trouble. So, yeah, I mean, don't bring not, don't bring no drama. It, I, it, it is good it, advice. In it's, general. it's very good advice. Yeah. Hopefully it was no drama. Springfield City Council President Marcus Williams will be sharing his plans to leave the city council. He'll be making an announcement today. According to the news release sent to 22 News, Williams will share his plans to pursue other ambitions. Press conference scheduled for noon today. Guys, Williams is currently serving his fourth term as the Ward 5 counselor and second year as president. Why don't you just leave? Because I got no place else to go. I'm sure Marcus has got someplace else to go. Listen, nobody... It takes a special kind of person to want to spend years and years in the Springfield City Council. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Catery Walsh. <laughs> and there's no term limits, I assume. Then you can spend as long as you want. Yeah. No, no, you could you could keep uh, running until you're uh, you're no longer allowed to. Mm-hmm. You could get elected after you're dead because people just out of habit, They're like, oh, it's the mm-hmm. same name on there, even yeah. if the name is still on the ballot. They're still going to vote for it. Well, good for Marcus. You know, listen, sometimes it's just not your thing. Plus, plus he was elevated to the presidency of the city council, mm-hmm. just like his old man was. Well, you know, Bud was uh, once the city council president. Look how well that worked out for him. Oh, yeah. Bring him to a menorah lighting and see what happens. No, don't. Good God, don't. Well, we'll learn more at noon today when Marcus Williams makes his announcement about his future plans. I, I, like, I'm not, I'm not even interested. No, I, I'm interested and I don't know him as well as you guys know him. I, I want to find out what uh, his, I mean, I, what his new plan is. I really don't know Marcus. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we've, we've met Bud uh, any number of times, you know, sometimes more than we wish, but, uh, but nevertheless, if a guy's gonna get something else uh, cooking, good, good on him. Well, I mean, good for him. I just, I have no interest in finding out what he's going to be doing like I, I wouldn't this, go to a press conference uh, 
oh my God, what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm going to be doing public service work elsewhere. Oh, oh. I think what will happen is you'll have one person from Mass Live because they just have to walk downstairs. And maybe Michael Dobbs shows up from the reminder. That's pretty much all there's going to be. And one box of donuts for everybody there. And there's like 50 people. There's only 12 donuts. So I don't know what the hell you're going to do at that point. That's kind of the irony of a press conference in Springfield. Mm -hmm. None of the press really bothers to show up. Well, we learned that uh, Steve spent part of his Memorial Day weekend in a mall with his daughters. Yeah. Sort of chaperoning them to a movie. Mm-hmm. What'd you do, Bax, over the Memorial Day weekend? Anything special or not? Oh, my gosh. What did I do? Uh, well, <laughs> let's much, see. Huh? I sat around. Yeah. And- what did you do? Uh, traveled a little bit around uh, our fine region here of New England. Yeah, with, where'd uh, you go? A lady friend of mine. All right, where uh, did you and the lady friend go? Went to a couple of state parks. Did some hiking in Connecticut. Don't, re- don't remember the names of the state parks, honestly. Wait, wait a minute, you're she hiking. She was my guide. You're hiking with her now. Yeah, this is becoming serious. I know. You but, don't remember yeah. what towns you were in? Or uh, yeah, we were in. Uh, the, uh, Litch, well, we're in Litchfield County. Let's put it that way. Oh, all the way down in Litchfield yeah. County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the way down. So were you uh, hiking through expensive neighborhoods, thinking we, what it might be like <laughs> to be on that side of society? We drove through some some of those neighborhoods and sure. looked at some of those houses, that's for sure. Yep. Did she take you to a remote area? Did she have a shovel? Did she... No. Yeah. No. I had that in the back of my car. Did yeah. she ask you to surrender <laughs> your wallet? Case. Hey, uh, what's all this chloroform and rags you got back here? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. I did have my wallet in her car, and I drove yeah. off without it for a while. There, I had to go back and meet her. Did you have any in the back. wallet that may have been incriminating? No, like just, one free guitar lesson at any, uh, or or like a <laughs> just just some cash and a Dunkin' Donuts card. That's all I had. Wow. Yeah. Among the other weekend activities for Memorial Day, yeah, we had big festivities going on in Agawam. Holyoke, Chicopee, where, and at Springfield's Forest Park on Friday among the observances. Some state parks, by the way, and beaches closed because they hit their capacity limits yesterday. Well, well that's, I, the, that's was, the problem. People like to go to, like, Mesquamacate mm-hmm. uh, in Rhode Island uh, on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. The last place I want to be on a beach mm-hmm. is Memorial Day weekend. Especially as hot as it was. Well, I mean, I, I, listen, I don't mind being on a beach in, in the, in a, on a hot day, mm. but, like... If you go and there's like 25,000 other people with the same idea as you that, that you're having, right? That's not the beach I want to go to. It's just it's too damn crowded. Scusset Beach State Reservation, Ashland, Douglas State, Hopkinton State Park and Walden Pond State Reservation among the beaches that had to close temporarily cuz they hit capacity limits. It was a hot day. Mhm. Very hot. How hot was it? It was so hot. Uh, oh, you know what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have it. I know I surprised you with that one. No, I used to do because uh, there used to be a guy that used to do radio around here named Brad Shepard who yeah? used to do these. Uh, it's so hot outside. <laughs> How hot is it, Chet? It's so hot outside that I don't even. I can't even think of anything. Of it. <laughs> we'll table it's that. It's hotter than two squirrels having sex within a sock. You seen that happen? Yeah, I've I've been inside the sock. Before. He was wearing the sock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a party. A Dorchester tobacco store owner tried to bribe a mass state lottery official with 500 bucks after his son was unable to claim the $5,600 in lottery ticket prizes. This, according to the attorney general's office, one Tuan Kwan, 
known as Tommy Tran, was arrested and arraigned in Dorchester District Court. He was charged with one count of illegal gift to a public employee. You Wait, cannot bribe people. His name was Tan Kwan, but yes. he went by another name. Tommy Tran, known as Tom Kwan. Why not just stay with your name? I don't know. Just stay with the original name. That's, a, that's, that's say, the same thing. Why don't you just go by Tom? Yeah. My, uh, yeah. To, ta- Tuan to Tommy and Tuan to Tron. So anyway, he was trying. He his kid had won money. Is that where I'm getting at? Yes. So is the kid underage, or is the kid? Uh, well, I think you know, similar to our rules and regulations here at our radio company, where employees can't win prizes. Like for instance, you guys gave out the Paul McCartney tickets on Friday right, when I was right. out sick. No employee of our radio broadcast company could win those, and I would assume the same applies. To tobacco store owners who sell lottery tickets. They can't have their own family members winning the prizes. Yeah, I know. That's a total rip, too. I got, I got a loads of family members that would love to win prizes and then give them to me. Mm. I'm, still, I'm still trying to understand why he was doing this. Was the kid underage? Or is it... I, don't, I, don't, I still don't get... Well, I think he's trying to keep the money in the family somehow. To pay out his son's claims. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the... It's probably not always a good idea to bribe a state official. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do have a mass hat coming up. And uh, by the way, from the state of Massachusetts. How about that? What so are the odds? Right, from right here in our neighborhood where the radio station is located. Very good. That All story right. straight ahead on Rock 102. GG Inks. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 6.50 in the doors. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's uh, going to be <clears throat> pretty hot today with uh, 80, uh, sunny and a high of 91, could be. Uh, tomorrow, uh, cloudy with some thunderstorms, high of 70. It's 70 right now in downtown Springfield. Shelterfest 2022 is happening this Sunday, and we want to send you to the show. Sunday, June 5th at the Springfield Elks, Bond, Jersey. We'll lead a lineup of great musical acts to help raise money for the Friends of the Homeless Emergency Shelter. Tickets are available at csoinc.org slash fest. Listen to Dan Williams all week long for your chance to win your way in to help the uh, the Friends of the Homeless. It's your chance to win tickets to Shelter Fest from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Great tribute band name, by the way. Isn't that good? Bon Jersey. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, uh, a few years ago, I was... Uh, well, gone probably five or six years ago now. I was DJing one night and uh, was like, getting in a conversation with some people about Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. Bon Jovi was playing, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I said, "Hey, you remember when uh, Bon Jovi gave his uh, childhood home away on MTV? Do you remember that?" No, vaguely. Yeah, yeah it was like this really? big thing, and it was like it was. And I'm telling the story, and I'm like, "Yeah, they had this 900 number you had to call." And you call, and you could you could possibly win uh, Bon Jovi's childhood home. Hmm. And and uh, this kid that I'm talking to goes, "What's a 900 number?" Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I see." No. Oh, you youngsters! I, I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> looking forward to that. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. From right here in Longmeadow. What? In Massachusetts? Mm -hmm. Shut the front door, Dave. A suspect (laughs) accused of assaulting a driver, stealing a car, dragging him down the street, and then ramming a police cruiser. 
the suspect was arrested at gunpoint Sunday afternoon. The carjacking initially started about 12.35 in the afternoon when the suspect hit a car on Maple Street and fled the scene. Occupants in the car were injured in the crash. A short time later, police receiving 911 calls from drivers reporting the person's 2010 Hyundai Elantra driving erratically on Longmeadow Street. The suspect yeah. then hit another vehicle at the intersection of Bliss Road. In an Elantra? Mm. Mm-hmm. In Longmeadow? Did mm-hmm. you a favor. <laughs> <laughs> the suspect's vehicle became disabled. The driver then ran to a Chevrolet Trailblazer, stopped at the intersection, allegedly assaulted the operator of that vehicle, pulled him out of the driver's seat so he could steal that car. Oh, like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah. Tra- Trailblazer? In Longmeadow? What? During the struggle, according to the cops, the victim's leg became pinned inside the car, and he was subsequently dragged while hanging out of the vehicle. Jesus. As the suspect began speeding away. This is quite a scene that occurred on Sunday. The driver who was dragged received minor injuries, so he's okay. When police responded, the suspect then rammed a police cruiser belonging to Sergeant Robert Lombardi. That might have been the mistake. You think that he was the only, the only was mistake? The, yeah, that's the thing that's going to get him in jail. You know, he might have gotten away with it if it weren't for that cop in the way. Shortly after that final piece of the puzzle, police were able to box the driver in on Cooley Drive and arrested him at gunpoint, according to the police report. Man, oh, that, yeah. that was something to witness on Sunday. Now, that would have been a Memorial Day weekend <laughs> item to, to actually sign up for. I mean, that would have been fun. To watch. No kidding. Well, well I mean, you know. It's, it's not really that fun for the people involved. No, in of course not. It's not yeah. funny but, if you're getting what, dragged. But nobody was seriously injured. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was killed. Long Meadow becoming this crime haven. Right? Well, you know, it's uh, it's typically not. And I, when I and I, when I mentioned the Elantra and the, uh, and the what was it, the Trailblazer? Yes. I mean, I would, I could see if someone said, all right, step out of the Bentley. You know, get away from the Maserati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like one of those, uh, that was like the, the Sesame Street long middle version. Uh, one of these things is not like the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The yeah. Elantra. Right, yeah. yeah. That must have been someone visiting somebody from out of town. You got a uh, you got a Lexus, you got a Jaguar, you got, uh, do you people even drive Jaguars anymore? I sure we know. do. Yeah. Yeah. Jaguar, by the way. You got a Maserati yeah. and, a, and an Elantra. Mm-hmm. Which one of these does not belong in Longmeadow? Well, and a Chevy Trailblazer, too, like you were saying. That's, gonna, that's sort of old school, too. I, I was going to say, these, these, those must have been people from Enfield, crossing state yeah, lines. Thompsonville. Wait a minute. Yeah, those I'm, people I'm from Thompsonville. You are? Yes. yes. No yeah, way. Yeah. And, you, and you probably wouldn't be caught dead in your... Uh, in your you know, your, your, your bucket of crap over there on the parking lot <laughs> my, in Longmeadow. My Honda Pilot that still yeah. has the yellow scrape from... The, the stanchion at the Big Y market, by the way, that I ran into when yeah. I first came to town. At least you blew the horn, though, right? No. <laughs> you just <laughs> indiscriminately ran into a pole? Yes. Good yeah. for you. Wasn't used to those big yellow, you know, painted stanchions at the bottom of the light poles at the Big Y there. Does anybody notice the correlation between the former host here and the new host that they both from the same town and they're just complete opposites? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, you're like bizarro John O'Brien. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not aware of his work. <laughs> Thank you? I'm just I'm just merely pointing out the obvious. That's all. Yeah. 
I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, I don't well, know. Why not? Sure, it's yeah. fine. Sure, sure. You can tune into my podcast later on. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> it's six fifty-seven with Bax, Steve, and Dave. Coming up next hour, Scott Cohen joins us to talk about all sorts of sports on Rock One Hundred Two. Hey, Springfield. This is View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember back when Roger Clemens was all the rage for the Red Sox? Boy, I sure do. That dude was something. Imposing, intimidating. My goodness, he was a strapping young phenom who could do no wrong. Until his career fell apart in a monkey fist of horrifying personal and professional controversies. But before that, when he was still pitching for the Boston Red Sox, that guy was fantastic. Seven Cy Young Awards, 11 All-Star appearances. It's too bad that he's such a shockingly flawed and disappointing human being. Otherwise, we'd still have nice things to say about the guy. Oddly enough, from the very day he stopped wearing a Red Sox uniform, that's when most of my endless praise wore thin. Well, great news, everybody. The son of Roger Clemens has just been called up to the Detroit Tigers for his very first Major League assignment. Yesterday, 26-year-old Cody Clemens was called up from the minors and couldn't make his big league debut today during the second game of a doubleheader against the Minnesota Twins. Cody, who switches between both the infield and outfield, has spent the last couple of years in Toledo, and with any luck, he'll have some impact on the Tigers' roster right away. Now, I know what you're saying. How much is Cody Clemens like the old man? Is he Hall of Fame material? Has he ever had an inappropriate relationship with an underage country music singer? Could he pass a random urine test? Believe me, these are all the same questions I had yesterday when I found out the news. But I've always been a big believer in not blaming the children for the reckless behavior of their father. I'm sure that Cody is a fine young man. He just happens to have been raised by a guy who is morally disgusting and repugnant. Thankfully, Roger was out of the house for much of those formative years, and with any luck, perhaps Mom was a more positive influence. But let's not judge the young man because he's the son of a jackass. Let's judge the jackass and let the kid do his business because that's just the fair thing to do. But hey, never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. What's the best lawnmower? Well, the New York Times Wirecutter says it's the Ego battery-powered mower. No smelly gas, no noise, perfect cut. The place to get an Ego or any style mower is your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware, your outdoor power equipment headquarters. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and ACDC. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Hey, it's going to be pretty nice today, although we might get some thunderstorms late this afternoon, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, something like that, and uh, highs of the about the low 90s today. What an extraordinary gift to have Scott Cohen Who? on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Shut the front door. How did this ever happen? Well, I told you that I'd come in. I said, do you need me? Because I'm a team player, buddy. And I, I didn't say, yes, we needed you. I said... You can feel free to come in if you want. <laughs> yes. But he's wearing flip-flops. We've got nothing else going on. We will endure you for the next 10, 12 minutes or Fair so. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. We Fair can't enough. do sports commentary and flip-flops. Why not, man? I'm <laughs> sure. going I'm going casual. <laughs> I just uh, I just drove in from, uh, from Boston, so... Ah, very good. So here I am. So uh, there's a number of things to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is the Celtics. Yes. They get past... Uh, they're, they get past the Miami Heat seven games. I told you last week, I don't like game seven because so many things can go wrong. It's yep. one or the other, and they were able to get past it. Especially when you're playing on your opponent's home court. Here's what I don't, I don't buy. 
the Celtics are listed as underdogs in the series against Golden State. Mm. The only team in the entire NBA during the Steve Kerr coaching era at Golden State to have a winning record against against them is the Celtics. Interesting. That's it. There's no other team in the NBA that has handled Golden State like the Celtics. And even at the beginning of the season, when the Celtics were a 50-1 to shot to win the championship, they weren't playing like they're playing right now. No. And you know, to me, I think Golden State is – is in a is in for a, a, a rude awakening. Uh, well, I, well, first of all, I didn't know that stat, so th- uh, thanks for that. I'll put that in my back pocket. Yeah, be sure to tell all your friends. <laughs> I think I probably will. But look, they're 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 playing at home. They've got the pedigree. Uh, you know, they've been they've been a now team for a while. Uh, the fact that they're back in the finals without Kevin Durant that's a big thing. But the core of the team that has been has done so much is still pretty much there. And, you know, you, you, the thing that's just wild about this is that the as late as the end of January, the Celtics had a losing record. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember we sat here and we, we you know, chit-chatted about that? And that the turnaround that they've had, uh, they got through Brooklyn, um, who is a good team, Milwaukee, the defending champs, Miami's the number one seed, and and here they are, man. It's an incredible story. We faced this kind of thing before, you know. There's that Celtic mystique thing, and you say, "Well, that's the bunch of, you know, a bunch of garbage or whatever." But sometimes when the Celtics are playing hot, it's kind of hard to imagine beating them, beating them. Yep. And right now they're playing like a team. I mean, you know, Game Six they didn't play particularly particularly well. But game seven, they come back when they are gelling and they're playing well, and everyone is on the floor. Mm-hmm. That is, they're impossible. Yeah, to they're beat. impossible to beat. There's no question. But you know, we sit here and talk like X's and O's. They can't. Uh, Golden Golden State has again has the pedigree, has the resume, and, the, and that core of players is still there that just ran roughshod over the league a handful of years ago. And Boston can't afford to you know fall behind you know 27 to 5 against these guys cuz they'll they'll never come back. I think it's going it'll be an I think it's going to be an intriguing series and it's 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 the scores against the guys who who prevent you from scoring. I think I was reading a I was reading an article this morning if the Celtics can keep Golden State to 110 points, mm-hmm. they they've got a great shot of winning. If Golden State scores more than that, the Celtics don't stand a chance. Plus we have some star power because the head coach of the Celtics wife or fiance is a star. She's a star. Neil Long. How yep. about that? Well, but yeah. uh, n- not not the next couple of weeks, buddy. It's like uh, Emma Udoka is the man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to you got to give a lot of credit to that guy because I mean, yes, to have coached a team that like last year was you know okay doing all right, mm-hmm. but then to coach emerging stars like you know you know uh, Tatum and and Brown and 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 get them to the point where they're playing at the very top of their game. That you know, you you just can't be a half rate coach and and get the most out of players like that. One of the things the Celtics have done too is they built that team uh, through the draft. They didn't. There's no there's no high priced uh, free agents on that. You know they went they went about like the process where all all other NBA teams. You know when Golden State got Kevin Durant, they they remember everybody was complaining and, and bitching about the fact mm-hmm. that they were building this super team. The Celtics built their this team you know the old fashioned way 
<clears throat> and Udoka is as, as, as big a part of it as anybody. And, and isn't it ironic that Kevin Durant left the Golden State Warriors to win a championship somewhere else, yeah. and now the Warriors are playing for a championship, and Kyrie Irving left the Boston yeah. Celtics to go win a title with somebody else, and the Celtics are in the championship. And, and the, the Celtics made uh, Kevin Durant look silly in yeah. some of those games, yep. frankly. So the other big story is the Springfield Thunderbirds have advanced past the Charlotte. They're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals with Laval. Uh, Montreal's uh, uh, top minor league team. So it's down to uh, to four teams yeah. left in the uh, the Calder Cup playoffs. Yep. In the West, at Chicago <clears throat> and uh, the Stockton Heat. They already sound very uh, intimidating, but the fact that they, <laughs> the fact that the Springfield Thunderbirds are are here at all. Um, is a testament to how great they've been playing. But it's like, you know, we're so used to not making the playoffs and not seeing great hockey this late in the year. And then to see them not just, you know, beat a team like Charlotte, but dismantle them. Yep. Uh, This is exciting stuff, and we've never had a chance to see this in a long, long time. Well, I think unless you're unless you're a uh, if there is such a thing as a diehard AHL fan, I mean, you know, let's let's be honest. We know nothing about Laval, right? It's Laval. Yep. Yes. And and Stockton and Chicago. You don't know anything about these teams. And um, we saw I saw one game of the Thunderbirds in the playoffs. They they looked great. The best thing about them being in and the Celtic being in it keeps. It keeps people engaged, okay? If the Celtics were out, you know, we'd be looking at the Red Sox and it'd, it'd just be awful. If we didn't have the Thunderbirds, there'd be nothing else going on around here. All we would all we would have is the Red Sox. Having having the Thunderbirds and Celtics in there gives everybody – we're talking about maybe three, four weeks of good stuff to – to be talking about well, well, an extra revenue too for ec- the Thunderbirds, e- which is great. Which for right? everybody, yes, for, for everybody. I mean, you know, we, we we talked about it before uh, about how you know great this is and how you know other you know Springfield hockey teams you know had maybe did not you know necessarily reach their promise. But what this means to Springfield, I think, is really significant. I do. I think you're right. And, and it, it, like you said, Dave, it's it's about you know the economy. It's mm-hmm. about restaurants. Sure. It's even about hotel rooms. Yep. I mean, it's about everything. And this excitement about seeing events in Springfield. Yep, I mean, go which talk. You haven't had in, in 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 decades. Yeah, go talk to Nadim. Go talk to Ray Berry at at, sure. at, at White Lion. Keith it's like, at, uh, at the at Theodore. Same thing. No question about it. Yeah, yeah. maybe they'll even add poutine to the menu to attract some of the Canadian fans <laughs> who are coming down from Laval for. Their where, team. Where is that, by the way? It's it's, it's right outside Montreal. It is. It's okay. like a, it's like a, a suburb of okay. Montreal. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So it's all Frenchmen. Oh right? yeah. yeah. Oui, oui. That's, that's, I don't like that's the, the last I don't thing like we the need. French. Have them running around. Got a real problem with the French. Mm-hmm. I can't stand the French. <laughs> hey, Red Sox were great. Uh, laid they an were? egg. They, la- they were. <laughs> what? Who? La- what? What game were you watching? Laid an egg. Hey, they won nine of twelve. Yeah. Laid right. an egg yesterday. Mm-hmm. Best the best thing for getting your ass kicked. 10 zip by the Orioles just yes. to go to Cincinnati and play the Reds. <laughs> okay. So, so we'll see what happens over the next couple of days. So I just did the story of uh, Roger Clemens' son, Cody uh, Cody Clemens, getting called up by the Tigers. Oh, I missed that. Yes, he got called up, and uh, he will he may get into the lineup in the second game of a doubleheader today <sighs> against the Twins. He's an infielder, right? Uh, he actually goes infield and outfield. Does he do the, both? Okay, but I think uh, he's replacing a guy, an outfielder who got uh, okay. got you know injured for ten wow. days. Wow! And 
I should listen to that view from the couch more, well, it's, it's more closely. It's beautifully I? written I mean, and well delivered yeah, by well, someone who, yeah, the right. content is just spot on. Well, just out in the hallway here, Scott just says, "Does Bax do that view from the couch live?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Look, look in the window. See if he's talking." <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's as live as as, yeah. as anything else. You, you yeah. were just lip syncing that whole thing, weren't you? Yeah, that's it. I'm totally faking it. Um, but you know, I I think every Every person, every Red Sox fan, any baseball fan has been asking the same kind of questions. Uh, is, how much? How much drug? How much? How many drugs has he done? And when is he going to get caught? Uh, yeah, yeah. How many? How many illegal substances <laughs> has he taken? And has he ever had an inappropriate relationship with an underage country oh, music singer? Take oh. it easy. And my my point was. You know, judge his jackass of a father. Don't judge the kid. Don't don't associate yeah. his dad's bad behavior with what this kid uh, has, has done. Chances are Roger wasn't in the house all that often. And this was mom's mom's <laughs> doing mom's doing. You know, look, I I'll I'll be the first to admit I loved Roger Clemens, man. That guy, he was and we all know to sit here and say he was one of the all time greats. Everybody knows that, you know, he. He had his he had his issues. Mm-hmm. He had his issues, but man, that guy was he he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Nesson, I guess, uh, overnight will run some uh, old games, and they had him. They had that performance he had against Seattle when he like struck out like twenty guys, twenty, 20 guys, yeah. And he was probably no no older than his his kid is now. Actually, I think he was younger. Yeah, it's because like, uh, the kid oh, is twenty six. Yes, think if I'm not mistaken, Roger, Roger was like twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so uh, thanks for pointing that out. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be watching the box score on that. Yeah, I. I mean, I hope you. I, I hope the kid does well for the same for the same reason. When he was playing in Boston, I love Roger Clemens. Yep. When he played in Toronto, and then we uh, had those uh, those horrible years in New York where he completely tattered his uh, entire reputation. Not his, not um, not his entire reputation, but a good portion of it. I'd say a good. Yeah, I'd say. Eighty percent of his reputation was destroyed because of the time he spent in uh, in New York, and then there were the drug problems, and then there was the inappropriate relationship with a fifteen year old country music singer. All right, that's enough. Right. That's enough. <laughs> what? But other than that, no hostility or bitterness whatsoever. No, none at all. Absolutely none. Um. All right, guys. Let it uh, go, Bax. Yeah, let it go, let it Bax. Go. What? Go. I'm giving. I'm. I'm saying, give the kid a shot. That's it. That's no, all I'm saying. But, but not a shot from the needle that he had left over <laughs> from his DNA that what's his name turned him in for. Exactly. Never did steroids. Yeah. Never. Not once. Ever did yeah? he do steroids. They all do steroids. That's <laughs> I know, the thing. I'm, it's I'm like they all. Uh, they all did. They all did steroids. Of course and they, they still did. do steroids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they do. They do stuff now that isn't. Is easily detected. Uh, so. by, by the way, a little stat about uh, what's his name again? Uh, Cody Clemens, one of four kids, all with K's. By the way, because yep. you know he had a lot of strikeouts. Do you that know, you that know, I knew. Do you know the other ones or not? Um, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Uh, help me out. Corey and Casey. Okay, along with Kobe, the four Clemens kids. Okay, all with K's. Okay. Car, car, <laughs> cars for kids with yeah. a K. That's why. He, he did, was Roger's defense attorneys uh, a K word too? I don't even know. Anyhow, were the Kardashians um, maybe or not? No, no, I don't think so. So uh, I'm saying Celtics and six. What are you calling? Seven games. Seven. Seven uh, excruciating games. But a, a win or not? I'm. Um, yeah, I think they will win. Hmm. And I don't mean to do, to be just a homer about it. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Defense will prevail, 
Uh, they've got Marcus Smart's going to figure out how to cover. Defense uh, wins championships. Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm hanging on. I'm Fine. hanging on to this. Seven excruciating games. Okay. All right. We'll uh, talk to you next week. You bet. All right. It's 724. We're back. Stephen, Dave, and Scott Cohen on Rock 102.com. It's 727 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be uh, hot today. Damn hot. Sunny and a high of 88. Tomorrow, not so hot. Uh, cloudy thunderstorms, high of 70. It's 70 right now in downtown Springfield. It's not as hot as uh, apparently a Brazil airport authority. They had a problem with some porn being shown over their electronic displays over the weekend in Rio de Janeiro. Instead of advertisements and flight information, travelers shown some pornographic movies. All right. Yeah. Gives I'm a, a new but, meaning to the term hijack. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't normally have a problem with this, but if I had a connecting flight and needed to know what baggage carousel I had to go mm-hmm. through, I'd be pretty ticked off. Video clips on social media showing travelers in the Santos Dumont airport laughing at the porno displays, because that's what they do in other countries, by the way. Here in the U.S., I think there'd be outrage in Brazil is like, ha, 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 look at that funny porn. Yeah, but except uh, there'd be me getting off the off that flight and saying, all right, so where do I go for my baggage? Mm-hmm. Uh, where's my connecting flight? Well, where's, where's the gate? Yeah, all important information, but not when there's porn going on. Well, I get it. And and, and believe me, uh, you know, porn is as important to me as it is to the next guy. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to airline trip. Airline travel, mm-hmm. I need to know my information. I hear you. Is it all like one type of porn? Like a uh, flight attendant porn? Doesn't, uh, didn't, That's the hot uh, stuff. Didn't detail it here. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. My, but but the but the kids the kids appreciated it. They got a little education there in Rio de Janeiro over the weekend. It's uh seven twenty nine with back Stephen Dave and Rock. Seven thirty one. <clears throat> Excuse me, with back Stephen Dave and Rock one oh two. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Yankee Homes Memorial Day sale all month long, which means it's still going on today. Get $1,400 off, plus free safety bars and custom shelving. Call Yankee Home right now. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. A shooting in Springfield on Sunday has reverberated across a number of different cultures here in Western Mass. Friends and family confirming that Springfield rapper David Carrasquillo, also known as Boss Don, killed. In the shooting at Saga VIP Lounge in Springfield on Sunday, the Springfield Police Department saying they had responded to a call of gunshots being fired inside the lounge located at 90 Worthington Street. It happened about 10.40 p.m. on Sunday night. Police officers had found the adult male, Carrasquillo, in a bathroom inside of the lounge. I don't know anything about this place, so I don't know if they've uh, had problems before or or what the deal is, but they apparently voluntarily gave up uh, their their license while the investigation goes on. Yes, liquor so license you're talking about, uh, which is apparently part of Gandolfia Associates, has the license at Saga Lounge, hmm. and the business manager, Paul Ramesh. As a result, Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno questioning security procedures he's ordering entertainment and liquor license hearings officially to occur in springfield with regard to all of the places in springfield as he normally does out of uh, you know concern for the whole community meantime springfield city council president marcus williams sharing his plans to leave the city council he'll appear at a press conference at noon today to share his plans. According to a news release sent to 22 News, Williams 
will outline his plans to pursue other ambitions at that press conference at noon today. Williams currently serving his fourth term as the Ward 5 City Councilor and the second year as the president of the City Council. Now, don't they uh, usually spin the wheel of uh, City Council presidents to choose who replaces him? Uh, I think they do. Or, that, uh, it, yeah. or do you get the short straw? Wheel of counselors. Yeah. Fabulous prizes to be won right here. Well, you guys could, uh, could one of us apply? No, we don't live in Springfield. Got to actually have a residence in Springfield, right? Well, you, you got you to gotta be a resident, yeah. and then you got to run for it. It's it's not something you just uh, you know sign up for. Mm-hmm. You actually have to, you have to actually have to campaign for something like that, and that's something I would never ever do. Well, it won't be this guy, thirty eight year old Joshua Buffum, a Springfield resident accused of building untraceable ghost guns. Ghost guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been building. That's, that's a- right, Scooby. Yeah. He's been building AR-15s and 3D printing other weapon components from his home, according to police. He's facing a range of firearm charges. Uh, Police searching his home said they found a makeshift workstation and 3D printers alongside homemade rifles and handguns, none of which had serial numbers. So perhaps his run for city council won't last very long either. I can barely get around to mowing my lawn. Mm-hmm. Never mind, you know, using my 3D printer to put together a gun. I just don't have that kind of patience or that kind of know-how. Or necessarily do I have a desire, which I think is probably the most important thing. But I do have a desire to test a 3D printer to see what you could make out of it. Well, you can make anything out of it. I know. But, you know that's, that's what I'm saying. But I would, you know, I would want to have something that I know I would use. Right. A like? ghost gun doesn't really help me out very much. For instance, a 3D stapler, perhaps. That would be good. See? I don't think we have a stapler in the house. And if we do, I haven't seen it in months. There you go. A Rhode Island man is facing several charges after a crash in Northfield occurred over the weekend. 32-year-old Ryan O'Farrell of Westerly, Rhode Island, traveling south in an SUV... And he was pulling a motorcycle in a trailer. It happened 1 o'clock on Sunday when he allegedly crossed over a solid yellow double center lane and hit five motorcycles heading north. Apparently, the motorcyclists, eight of which had to be taken to area medical centers, were part of the Moose Lodge Motorcycle Club from Thompsonville, Connecticut. Two of the motorcyclists were critically injured in the crash and taken to the UMass Medical Center in Worcester. Now, we just had the folks in talking about motorcycle safety a few weeks ago. Yeah. This is is why. And this is kind of mirroring the the crash that happened up in New Hampshire. That's scary Uh, stuff. It is scary stuff. And, you know, I'm reading the uh, some of the, the witness accounts and this one lady was like there was a bunch of screaming and there was music somebody's radio was playing so it sounded like some kind of party was happening at first a lot of people just sort of blew it off uh to somebody fell but then you could hear people crying it was it was absolutely horrible you think about that like people got radios on in their cars and their motorcycles mm-hmm. and all that other stuff and those things don't just shut off when you get into an accident and that's got to be like just so surreal like to see a scene like that with some kind of you know music that does not fit the scene well yeah. of the whole thing. It's just it's just a it's just a horrible thing to think about. So the the guy that that hit these poor people, mm-hmm. 
He crossed the lane. Yep. And that's and and did he was he not obviously he wasn't looking or not paying attention or he was under God the influence what. of drugs. Jesus, allegedly Christ. the thirty-two year old from Rhode Island facing not just a DUI but also the unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle and operating an unregistered motor vehicle oh as well. <sighs> he will be arraigned in Greenfield District Court later this morning. Yeah, this guy's got a long, long road ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Loads of lawsuits. How about a little good news? A hotel that feels like a summer camp in the Berkshires is the coolest hotel in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, according to Thrillist. This website naming the coolest hotel in every state, mm-hmm. and according to their report, Tourists in North Adams is the coolest hotel in the state of Massachusetts. Why? What's so cool about it? says they have uh, summer camps going on there for the, quote, bougie fans and all sorts of other interesting activities at tourists in Northamptons. Some of the other hotels, by the way, include... I, I, North, in North Adams. North Adams. North, did I say, yeah, yeah. North Adams, sorry. Tourists. Tourists is the I, name I th- of the place. I thought you said tourists. I did. Well, which which is it? Is it? Could it be either one? Know. Pronounced maybe, either one? Maybe it's a regional uh, yeah. pronunciation thing. Yeah. No, it's... it's uh, Tourists. It's a rustic-looking place. Yeah? It looks kind of like a motel from a distance, hmm. um, but it's very rustic, like uh, no wallboards. Just a lot of wood. Okay. Well, let's see how much they're charging for uh, the Sanford Suite. Ooh, the Sanford <laughs> Suite. I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> this is the one. This is the big one. Coming up to join you, honey. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What what day do you want to check in? Uh, let's say June 18th. Uh, 7th, June 17th. Just get a check-in on a Friday, and we'll check out uh, on a Sunday, right? Okay. It's mm-hmm. 17th, and then we go out to the thing. Uh, how many adults? Two. Two adults. Any yes. children? No. All right. Check availability. Let's see what we got for a price at this place. Uh, how much is There's no... They don't show how much the room is. What? Well, of course not, because you got to plunk down your credit card first, probably. Yeah, I, no, this, yeah, is, that's, yeah, this sounds not, like it's going to be way too much money. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Other unique hotels? Oh, in, I'm sorry. It's three-night minimum stay, 479 bucks for one for one night that's on the not, 17th. That's not ridiculous. Not really. That's actually, for, for a, a minimum of three nights, that's not so bad. But did you see the inside? Did you see some of the pictures of this place? Yeah, it's cool. It's like there's no walls. Hmm. The walls are there, but it, there's no, like... Yeah, uh, plaster. There's no like uh, sheetrock up on the wall. It's weird. Yes, but when you actually look at the rooms, yeah, the rooms are finished, but the uh, the common areas are kind of like uh, you're looking just like at a, <laughs> you're you're looking at at studs. Yeah. Well, hey, I guess people like that. Though. Every hotel's got to have studs. According to the website Thrillist, some of the other top hotels in New England include Connecticut's Winvian which is in Litchfield County, Maine's Astaku Inn, New Hampshire's, I love this name, Rye Motor Inn and Swim Shop. It already sounds nice. And Vermont's the Equinox. We've all heard of the Equinox. Rhode Island also has one on the list called the Chandler at Cliff Walk. That's, yeah, that's actually very nice. And there's another one that looks like a converted Coast Guard helicopter. As a hotel. Yes. Interesting. Yes. How many rooms are in there? I don't know. One. Only one person can stay. 
Uh, you can check out the entire list, by the way, at either boston.com or masslive.com. They have an article about the top hotels in the state of Massachusetts and in the state of New and across New England and across the entire United States, in case you're interested in booking some summertime travel. The only thing bad about staying at this place in North Adams, you're in North Adams. <laughs> the only bad thing about going up there. Well, I mean, I, I told you, I went uh, a few weeks ago. I had to do a wedding up in Williamstown, and I drove through uh, North Adams. It actually wouldn't, it seems like a, a like a pretty kind of cool place to, to hang around. They got that uh, Mass Mocha, which I believe uh, is, a, is a venti latte. It has nothing to do with coffee. Oh, then I don't want to go there. Well, Never mind. Go ahead. You, you, you could also visit, north close to North Adams, you could visit that parking meter gravesite that I talked about that has the expired parking meter as a gravestone. Wayne, you know how to have a good time, I'm don't you? I, listen. You really do. Come on, man. That's right near North Adams. Yeah, well, I think one, it's in one, Florida. One you're hiking through uh, you know, people's backyards in Litchfield County, and now you want to see a graveyard of parking meters. Yeah, no, it's just one single expired parking meter that a couple chose as their final resting spot the grave marker is an expired parking meter again it's in florida massachusetts right outside of north adams i haven't been yet but if you're in north adams staying at tourists just a short hop skip and a jump away this uh this new girlfriend of yours must be very easily satisfied but she's not looking for excitement she's not looking for uh, she's not looking for a real romantic excursion with you. She'd be happy to just look at a unused parking meter. An expired parking meter. Yeah. It would be romantic to go that way instead of having a traditional gravestone. You an expired are parking a meter. Make out master, Dave Coombs. <laughs> You've cured her insomnia. <laughs> She does have insomnia, by the way. Well, well, yeah, not anymore. Listen, she probably has to keep one eye open all the time. <laughs> it's, well, how do you get to sleep at night? Dave reads me a sleep story. <laughs> <laughs> it's 7.43 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next, now hear this, a Burger King with nobody in it. Stay tuned for the details straight ahead on Rock 102. As a building professional, you know how... In Kansas, we're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be hot today, uh, sunny and a high of 91. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with some thunderstorms and a high of 70. It's 72 right now in downtown Springfield. The Rock 102 Golf Club is on sale, presented by Swing Oil Beer. Get 12 rounds of golf at some of the area's nicest courses like Goodwin Park, Crestview, Northampton Country Club, and more for only 199 bucks. That's 12 rounds. You're paying like less than $17 around it's a damn fine deal makes a great gift for father's day it's the rock one two golf club presented by the swing oil beer company look for a pin seeker ipa on draft and stores available for a limited time so don't wait get yours at rock 102.com these are good courses by the way i can vouch for them. i've played a number of these courses they're really nice they're real nice yeah so, yeah, so uh, check it out. get on uh, rock 102.com and buy it today 752 now hear this now hear this it's just the normal you hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. 7.52, as I said, and clip number one, Steve referred to it during his Hollywood trash. Johnny Depp taking time out from his trial to appear on stage with legendary guitarist Jeff Beck and sing part of a classic. Here's Johnny Depp. It's a- Take anything you want from 
Anyone name that tune from Johnny Depp? Uh, Alongside Jeff Beck? I'm going to say it's Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath. It's a good guess, Steve. Stairway to Heaven. No, it's actually Little Wing from uh, Jimi Hendrix. Now, how does a guy, Mm -hmm. any guy, just walk up to Jeff Beck and say, hey, let's play? Because Johnny Depp's not just any guy. Yeah, Johnny Depp's Johnny Depp. He can do whatever. Johnny Depp can do whatever he puts his mind to. No, I understand that. Except I, if you're if you're if you're Jeff Beck, isn't don't don't you draw a line at some point and say you know okay if if you're a star who can sing I don't know one doesn't immediately come to mind who's a who's a movie star who can sing like Bradley Cooper for instance sure you're a, okay you've proved you can sing right in that other movie you were in. But Johnny Depp's never proved he could sing. Why? Well, he's there? he's been playing guitar for years. I know, and 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 was playing in bands in Florida when he was uh, when yeah. he was younger, and uh, he's he's a talented guy. Mm. But you're playing with Jeff Beck. But he probably knows Jeff Beck. It's just like the other guy that we used to know that knew him that hung a garage door with him over the weekend. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be like me going up to to Neil. Peart, God rest his soul, and yes. say, "Hey, let's have a let's have a drum battle, me and you. What do you say, drummer from Rush? Yeah, and mm. expect and, and expecting that I would uh, be able to hold my own. Well, mm-hmm. how do you know you wouldn't be able to? Because it would be against Neil Peart of Rush. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe he would like it would be like a contest where he's having an off day, and he's like screws he would have- the whole thing up, and then you're like be bopping your head back and forth and doing. He plays better today. <laughs> Than I do on my best day. He plays better dead. Yes. Okay. I don't think so. Well, I think you could do better. I'm a, I'm a little than a dead ru- guy. I'm a little rusty right now. Clip number two: A guy walks into a Burger King in Pittsburgh on Friday. No one was working, even though the Burger King was open. So he's just trying to get himself a Whopper or whatever it is you get at Burger King. Walks in, nobody there. Except the place is open. Here's the customer. Check it out. Showed up to this Burger King on Noblestown Road, and there is nobody in here. Nobody in here. <laughs> Went to the drive-thru, nothing. Anybody here? Hello? Nope. Nobody home. Word is that one person showed up, by the way, for work and quit on the spot. And you know what? I don't blame them. I really don't. You know, with the way they treat people who work in jobs like that, mm-hmm. and you're the only one showing up. Mm-hmm. I just I read, there was a guy yesterday. I stopped at a gas station, and he's like, you know, the line is just ridiculous, and he's like apologizing left and right. I'm sorry, I'm the only one here, and it, and it was a I won't say where it was, mm-hmm. but it was a gas station that definitely required at least another employee. And it's like, I know it's hard for these businesses to find people to work on a holiday weekend, but if you're not taking care of these people, they're not going to want to show up. Well, but- not only that, it it, it, it makes you want to maybe not frequent those kind of places anymore. Well, so this guy that quit, I assume he was the one that opened the door? I guess. And is he the one he- that left his keys, the key, the key to the place, like on the counter? Well, maybe he was an inexperienced employee. He shows up for work, and he's expecting to be mentored by well, the more ex- mature and experienced members of the staff. But somebody had opened the door. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, like, yeah, so you just leave an open door to a restaurant by yourself? I want to start cooking my own burger. I, want, I always wanted to... Uh, uh, I used to date a girl years ago who worked at a Burger King. Like uh, She was like a manager of a Burger mm-hmm. King. Yeah. And uh, how, like, all the stuff works in the background, mm-hmm. and like those 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 whoppers are. It's like on a conveyor belt 
like charbroil grill. I know. I want one of those in my house. Yeah, I'd be making burgers every day. Absolutely. If I could, if I could, if I could put my uh, burgers on a conveyor belt mm-hmm. and have them done crispy and juicy like they just came off a flame broiled grill. That's you right. You sign me up. Now you're talking. All right. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen here. And there is nobody in here. Nobody in here. Nobody in here at Rock 102. Well, there have been times when there's been nobody in here. <laughs> Clip number three. A TikToker named Sidney Roz has been racking up hits with his, quote, things I didn't know until I was in my 30s videos. Here's his latest Here's something I didn't know until I was in my 30s. You're supposed to store a broom upside down. Hanging the broom keeps the ends nice and straight. If you have nowhere to hang your broom, you can just flip the broom upside down and lean it in a corner on its handle. Don't store your broom with the weight on the bristles of the broom. In other words, store it upside down. Who knew? That way uh, it doesn't uh, bend, right? Is that what he's saying? It doesn't like ruin the bristles, apparently. So you wouldn't have to go out buy another two dollar broom. I yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. Okay, uh, the more you know. You know how much a broom is? It's been years since I bought a broom. Yeah, uh, inflation has taken care. I think I bought the last broom I bought was like fifteen dollars. That for had to this. be a hell of a broom. It wasn't. It was just like the old broom that I don't know what the hell my kids did with. Hmm. <laughs> it's magically missing. <laughs> Where's the broom? <laughs> I don't know. How do you not know where the broom is? I don't know. Didn't you use it yesterday? Yeah, but I still don't know where the broom is. (laughs) Coming up next in the 102-second sports, the Celtics are going to look for a clean sweep. Oh, that's a broom job. See what I see? Yeah, look at you being all clever and things. (laughs) We've got the sports next on Rock 102. Hey, Springfield kids, you need to know. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and Rush on Rock 102. See, just imagine Bax pounding the skins there instead of Neil Peart, right? Uh, no, believe no. me. No, no, I'm <laughs> telling you, it would not, it's, it's not even a comparable experience. All right. At all. Is all it right. Peart or Pert? Peart. It's Peart. It's actually pronounced Peart. Oh. The yeah. Chester Cheetah on the Family Guy when he was listening to the uh, to Rush while he was snorting cheese off the table, right? <laughs> said uh, Neil Pert is the best effing drummer ever. Mm-hmm. A little lack of research from the writers yeah, well, of that show there, <laughs> or they just don't care. Yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. I anyway, think the point, I think the point was made though. He's snorting cheese dust off the table. <laughs> well, it's Canadian delicacy, that's man. Right. That's it. Anyway. Uh, oh, so yesterday, uh, I asked my daughter. I said, you know, she she, she turned twelve mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, today was or yesterday was her actual birthday, and I said, uh, what would you like to have for dinner? Now, normally, uh, most kids would say pizza or spaghetti sure. or something like that. Nope, I want to go to Applebee's. What? Wow. And, what child uh, even asked for that? Immediately made me question my uh, <laughs> my parenting skills. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where did I go wrong that you think this is good food? <laughs> what 12-year-old is going to know anything about good food anyway? Uh, well, I, 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 I entertain their palates every once in a while, mm-hmm. uh, trying to cook them uh, good dishes and things oh, that like makes that. Sense. And, uh, right. but, 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 but regardless... We we went to Applebee's yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, man, has it improved? 
Oh, yeah. You get so much less diarrhea than you did before. <laughs> like, I was only, it was only like for an hour after I ate. Last time it was like 12 hours. Is that part of the a... new tagline? Not eating good in the neighborhood. Yeah, but, not eating good in the neighborhood. But Applebee's, you get less diarrhea that's, than you knew, or used to. That's right. That's good. Wow. That's good. Yeah. All right. It's it's like uh, it's like uh, microwaving something and calling it delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, defrosted to perfection. Uh, but it was like <laughs> it, it's just it's funny how like and you're right, Dave. You know that what do kids know about good food if you if you're not like you know going out to restaurants or you're not uh, you know frequenting places sure. that that might have better food. Mm-hmm. This is your only option, and and for kids, it's like. You know that's it's kid food. It, that, that's what th- these restaurants are made for. Mm-hmm. They're made for you know taking a family out for a reasonable priced meal. Sure, still expensive though. Oh, of course it is. But you're getting you're getting every penny's worth. You have to you have to admit that. But Applebee's, I'm like, what? 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 Yeah. What? I didn't so, know you liked uh, horrible things. You you. <laughs> <laughs> You posted this on Facebook yeah. yesterday, and somebody wrote, well, at least you didn't go to Friendly's, otherwise... <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> otherwise, to be celebrating the 13th and, and 14th, 14th birthday. birthday. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> Some of those people on Facebook can be pretty funny sometimes. You're damn right. Yeah. Here's, here's a, a problem that I have. Mm-hmm. Next next week, mm-hmm. I got to go to this uh, convention in uh, in Long Island, and you know it's, it's Uniondale. So it's not like I'm going into the city... Yeah. And I'm trying to find a, you know, a place to eat because Thursday night I'm going to be fending for myself, and right. then Friday, you know, it's a whole big. Uh, it's uh, that's when the whole big uh, phony fest starts. But on Thursday, I'm kind of on my own, so I go on Yelp, mm-hmm. and it's not really helping me at all because if you put in Yelp and then uh, t- put in highest rated, you sort through highest rated to recommend it or whatever. Right, for Uniondale, New York? Yeah, I'm not getting what I think I'm... I, I don't think I'm actually getting the best rated stuff hmm. because I did a comparison of what the highest rated restaurants in Springfield would be on Yelp. Okay. You know the number one highest rated restaurant in Springfield on Yelp is? Applebee's. No. No. Let's see. Uh, let me let me just take a guess. Take for a you. guess. You ready? Yes. I would say Max's Tavern. No. I would say uh, Plan B. No. Uh, or any number of those places on Worthington Street. Uh, Not like even Theodore's close. Or, no. uh, or what's the new one that just opened? Jackalope. Jackalope. Yeah. No. None of those. Hmm. Number one place, according to Yelp, is Joy Bowl. Joy Bowl. Where's that? Well, so there's been one up at Winnick for, uh, or, or you know, or Western, you know, <laughs> Western New England. Wenu. Right, yeah. uh, up there uh, on, on Wilbraham Road. It's been yeah. there for a couple of years. And one just opened up here in in, uh, in East Long Meadow, just like, just like right next door to the Dunkin' Donuts. Right. I got no problem with the Joy Bowl. Well, I was going to say, I, I've never had the Joy Bowl uh, so I'm not. I wouldn't criticize the food coming from the Joy Bowl because I don't know what the food tastes like. But I've never heard like in a. I actually this is the mm. first time I've ever heard anybody mention 
that uh, Joy Bowl is a good place to go. Well, Robert, Robert Kraft had the Joy Bowl, but it was something entirely yeah, different. Yeah, but that cost him only eighty nine dollars, and I don't think anything at the Joy Bowl is going to cost you that much. Mm. But basically, it's like a it's a Hawaiian thing. It's the I, I don't know if it's uh, pronounced the Poke Bowl or poke. The po- 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 poke Bowl. Poke. Yeah, right. Yes. So anyway, that's mm. what it is. So you get like a, like fish or another protein with a bunch of vegetables and rice, and, yes. and that's it. And that's the highest rated thing, followed by. Uh, the Taste of Lebanon, which is pretty good. Uh, sunny Side Up Breakfast and Lunch. I have no idea what the hell that is. Uh, apparently, it's uh, found this place away from Costco Springfield, so you know it's good. Mm. Uh, Frigo's, number four. I love Frigo's. Frigo's is great, but would you put it at number four? Well, I haven't eaten it enough places I, I, to have a ranking. But I, mean, I don't know if I put it. I mean, it's great, but I just don't know if I would put it that high. And then the you know the, then followed by uh, the Nosh restaurant and uh, restaurant Panna Dolce Dolcetti, and then uh, Blue Water Sushi, Calabrese Market, uh, Peppo's Pizza, and Liberty's Mediterranean Giant Grinders. I've eaten those at, are the uh, top ten. I've eaten at the sushi place. Blue what was it? Blue blue what? Uh, blue sushi. Uh, blue water. And, and blue water. Blue yeah. water. Blue yeah. water sushi. In, uh, Ludlow. Ludlow. I think. Yeah. Blue yeah. water. Very got, good. Very they, good. They have like the some of the best sushi around. Yes. But what I'm saying. But is, they should be number one. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna rank these restaurants, I would put Blue Water at the top of that. Which list. makes me think that Yelp is doing me no good at all. So if, if I'm looking for a place in Uniondale, New York, I don't even think I'm going to even consider Yelp. So how do I decide which place to go? Because if I'm going to go, I'm going to go all out. Uh, the best method that I've tried, and I've done this because I travel quite a bit. You know, I go down south and you know do all those uh, those mm-hmm. little vacations and stuff. And I and I usually go on Reddit, and I usually if I just Google, you know, best restaurants in wherever you are, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and you can make it specific too if you want to say Uniondale, just so you're nearby. Um, they'll get recommendations. All right, let me see if uh, Reddit best restaurants Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, best Springfield. Oh, that's Missouri. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> uh, that's another one from Missouri. I put in Springfield, Mass, and I got nothing. I got a whole bunch of bumpkins right here. Let's see if you're doing Springfield, little Illinois. Uh oh! I didn't put that uh, that name down. There. Springfield, Illinois. Yes. <laughs> What's going on there? You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be in Springfield, Mass for about a week. All right, you ready? Here yes. we go. Here's yes. here's uh, here's the uh, recommendations. This Theodore's. Is from, this is from Theodore's. Reddit. Okay. This is from Reddit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Theodore's is a great barbecue uh, blues club upstairs of Smith, which is great. Uh, yep. You know, and then they say, and then uh, let's see, what else are they? Uh, Plan B. Somebody okay. mentioned. Uh, this post is a little old because somebody mentioned Lux Burger. <laughs> Good luck with that. But uh, Chef's Wayne, Chef Wayne's Big Mamu, that's so, gone too. Uh, it is gone. But I'm just I'm telling you that there's different things that you there's different yeah, methods I'm, you can look up to get other people's opinions that don't require uh, an ad based system. Yeah, I'm off of Yelp. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with Yelp. Wow. Yelp is they can't the, be trusted. Yelp is the white trash soundboard. You know what? It really is. Oh, uh, you know what? They didn't give me two extra cookies at the Joy Bowl. You're taking, we're taking you off a of number one right now. <laughs> I asked for extra packets of soy sauce, and they said no. You already had enough. I didn't get enough ice in my soda. This is bullcrap. Anyway, so yeah, well, uh, you know, Applebee's is a great choice when uh, when there's nothing else open. Yeah, and there's the only place in town that's serving food. 
Eating good in the neighborhood. It depends on the neighborhood. Uh, try Foursquare, by the way. It's another option to Yelp. Foursquare. Foursquare. I didn't even realize that was still a thing. Foursquare. Just looking here. I'm just reading. All right. I don't know. All right. Mm. I'm going to take your word for it because I'm going to have to find some place to eat when I'm down there. Foursquare. Yeah, and also Angie's List and Local.com, it says. By, try right. Local.com. I'll, I'll have to start digging into it. Send mm. me the info through WhatsApp. <laughs> What's up? It's 822 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt. John Mellencamp? Or is it John Cougar Mellencamp? Or is it John Cougar? I don't know. I don't know. We've done this before, though. I it, feel like uh, it's just a repeat from the first week we were on. Really? <laughs> Actually, mm. I believe we've been having this discussion for the last 35 years about John Cougar <laughs> well, Mellencamp. Yeah. By the way, it's Rock 102 with back Stephen Dave. I know that much. Hey, uh, if you ever miss uh, a single moment of this radio show, check out the daily podcast on rock102.com. You can also listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Listen to it on your on your, on your phone, your Apple Watch, your smart speaker, wherever and whenever you want. Also, check out uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest is John Caffiero. He uh, is the manager of the band The Misfits. He also is the uh, the manager of the D.D. Ramon Estate. He's also got a, brand, uh, a band that he's been playing with for a number of years, Osaka Popstar. It's a punk rock supergroup. they got a brand new EP out called Ear Candy. It's actually a very interesting interview, and you can check that out on rock102.com. You know, uh, since we added more music to, to, the, to the morning program here, uh, the podcast, because uh, we <clears> cut <throat> out all the music and the commercials when we put the podcast mm-hmm. up, uh, the show is only down to like 26 minutes now. Hey, all right. <laughs> know, all those great. John Mellencamp, or I, John Cougar Mellencamp. I'm thank, not sure which one. Thank goodness for that. Thank good for that's that. a whole yeah. lot less work that's that way. That's right. We have news next to Rock 102. 831. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Shootings in Chicopee and in Springfield to talk about. One person dead after the shooting in Chicopee last night. Police were initially called to the area of Grattan and Chicopee Streets just after 5 p.m. The report of a disturbance there. Western Mass News arriving on the scene and according to their report, spotting several Chicopee Police cruisers, a Chicopee fire truck, and also Mass State Police investigators and in that area of Grattan and Chicopee Street, closed off for several hours last night, was reopened to traffic around 10.30 in the evening. The victim's identity not yet released. No word on a suspect either, according to Western Mass News. All right. Meantime, shooting in Springfield on Sunday, and the life of Springfield rapper David Carrasquillo was claimed. He's also known as Boss Dawn. He was killed in a shooting at Saga VIP Lounge. Happened around 1040 on Sunday evening. The lounge located at 90 Worthington Street. Springfield cops responding to the call of the gunshots there and finding the adult male gunshot victim in a bathroom inside Saga VIP Lounge. As a result, Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno questioning security procedures and ordering entertainment and liquor license hearings after the incident at Saga Lounge. Saga Lounge licensed to Gandolfia Associates, according to state records. Spring. Sorry? 
No, no, no. no. Springfield City Council President Marcus Williams will be sharing his plans to leave the Springfield City Council. That'll happen today. He's got a press conference scheduled for noon. You know, just about any job in the Springfield area pays better than I I believe a Springfield uh, City Councilor makes. Well, they're only... Really, only like part-time salaries there. They're only it's like yeah, twenty thousand dollars, and then you get an extra stipend for being the president. I think. But I don't know, think it's very. But you know what the problem is with being on the city council. Yeah, it's a part-time job, but you're pulling in full-time hours with every event you have to show mm-hmm. up at. You know, with every thing you have to do. You know, the going to the meetings, doing the votes, going into into uh, into into subcommittees like oh my god what a pain that would be yeah but you get to be in parades and stuff like that well, that's what I'm saying it's like at some point you know you you've, you've been in one parade you've been in all of them yeah um what was I just gonna say about that uh being a parade be, no being a politician we talked about that guy that uh, guy who had the DUI uh last week whatever that state rep was yeah and then you know they release a statement going oh everything's under control oh well he's in rehab really we didn't really need you to begin with yeah said his his office was working fine well i I, I don't understand like you know how is everything working fine don't you have to like go to the state house and vote on things and like do all these things like well sure but i'm sure they can uh, he can abstain courteously and not uh, and not be there for one or two dozen votes uh i'm just thinking uh you know maybe we don't really even need any of these people I'm just, I, I just, you know, this is the difference between, uh, you know, regular people and people who want to be in politics. You know, most regular people would not want to have to be bothered with all these events and all these things you got to get dressed up for and, you know, shaking all these hands and, you know, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do no, it. It's just I not, do it I mean, I, I don't have a problem, you know, like at, at a work release or a, or a bacon fest. I got no problem, you know. Uh, chit-chatting, but I'm not really getting votes. No, no, it's not a lifestyle that anybody really wants to do. As for Marcus Williams, currently serving his fourth term as the Ward 5 counselor and his second year as president of the Springfield City Council, he'll unveil his new ambitions and his new plans in that press conference scheduled for noon today. I hope it's something good. I hope he's gone. I hope he's leaving the city council for something spectacular. Well, you heard there was a Burger King that had nobody working at it. Well, uh, there you go. They can capitalize on this place. Hey, huh? you know what? There's a brand new Burger King uh, right there on Columbus Avenue. They have employees, though. You got to go to the one that doesn't have any employees. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to get to that place. There is nobody in here. Nobody in here. Nobody at that Burger King. Can I tell you my favorite joke about Pittsburgh? What? I really like this one, <laughs> and it's kind of stupid. You ready? Okay. There's two guys talking, and like uh, one guy says the other, hey, man, do you ever have one of them uh, Freudian slips, you know, where you say one thing, but you really meant to say another? And uh, he goes, uh, what do you mean? And he goes, well, like the other day, I'm at, uh, I'm at the airport, and then, uh, there was this very well-endowed person behind the, the, the ticket counter, and I said, I'll have uh, two pickets to Pittsburgh, please. Ha! Right? <laughs> yes. And then the guy goes, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, I, I know what you're talking about. Just the other night, I said to my wife, I said, honey, could you please pass the salt? What I meant to say <laughs> was, you ruined my life, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. You went the other way. Classic one. I love that one. That was one of my favorites. It's so funny having this show. Hey, you don't see this kind of crime in Longmeadow usually. A suspect accused of assaulting a driver, stealing his car, dragging him down the street, and then ramming a police cruiser. Ta da! 
This suspect arrested at gunpoint Sunday afternoon. The carjacking initially started just after noon on Sunday. The suspect hit a car on Maple Street, fled the scene. Occupants in that car were injured in the crash, although not seriously. A short time later, cops received 911 calls from drivers reporting the person's 2010 Hyundai Elantra was driving erratically on Longmeadow Street. So again, first on Maple Street, then on Longmeadow Street. Then the suspect hit another vehicle at the intersection of Bliss Road. The suspect's vehicle became disabled. The driver then ran to another vehicle. A Chevrolet Trailblazer stopped at the intersection and allegedly assaulted the operator of that vehicle, pulled him out of the driver's seat so he could steal the car. But during the struggle, the victim's leg became pinned inside the car, and he was subsequently dragged while hanging out of the vehicle that Yikes. the suspect was trying to drive away. This Damn. Is, you know, I, I would expect this in uh, Chicopee or Springfield, but Longmeadow? Yeah, yes. What's going on over there? Unbelievable. Quite a spectacle. I'm sure there were some eyewitnesses. Maybe if you saw it, love to hear what you saw. The driver, by the way, was dragged, received minor injuries. But the story wasn't over. When police responded, the suspect then rammed the police cruiser driven by Sergeant Robert Lombardi. All right, that was a mistake. Shortly afterward, police were able to box the driver in on Cooley Drive and arrested him at gunpoint. That's quite a saga right there. It is quite the yeah, saga. But mm-hmm. if, you're a, uh, if you're one of them hoity-toity rich long metal residents and you start seeing crimes of this sort in your town... Well, there goes Longmeadow to hell in a handbasket. There uh, go all the, all your property values are going to go right into the crapper. That's it. They're Gone gonna, down the tubes. They're going to repave those streets of gold with nothing but blacktop. I'm surprised no car dealer has jumped on the opportunity to show the uh, durability of a Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> <laughs> look, look what this thing did. It's a tank. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, a lot of different locations for this guy, by the way, before he was finally apprehended in Longmeadow. Meantime, where was I going? Oh, a Springfield resident accused of building untraceable ghost guns using one of them 3D printers. He'd been cranking out AR-15s with his 3D printer and other weapon components and doing it from his home, according to police. This man facing a range of firearm charges following his arrest when police searched the home of 38-year-old Joshua Buffum. They found a makeshift workstation and that 3D printer alongside homemade rifles and handguns, none of which had serial numbers. Mm. Wish I had a 3D printer. It would be kind of cool. That's what I was saying earlier. I wouldn't be making guns with it. No. I'd be making cool stuff. Yeah, like? Uh, gun holsters. Yeah. <laughs> you've already hey, got you've already well, got all the guns you need well, i was gonna say look you got people making these ghost guns all over the city right uh, you need a place to hold them i'll get a holder i'll, I'll make straps i'll make uh you know whatever yeah. would carry an ar a business opportunity for you and plus it's not illegal i would say <laughs> i would think right. right you have to capitalize uh, all right on these things. you remember when we were kids mm-hmm. and you ever do like a like a model car Yes. Where you put it together yes. and you got all that glue. Not and, well, but yes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then you got to paint it and you put on the decals and mm-hmm. it looks like a like a it looks it almost looks like it's supposed to be like right. from the box uh, description. I was never the kind of kid that was particularly good at that, mm-hmm. or or you know putting like together a jigsaw puzzle. You know, I lost interest pretty quickly. If I had a notion to use my three D printer to build a gun, 
I know myself pretty well. The pieces of that gun would probably lay on the table for a good three months before I would even consider putting a one piece together. It would be totally wasted on me, even a 3D printer. Unless yeah. the thing is fully formed and made right off the bat, I'm probably not going to put these pieces together mm-hmm. to make anything. I'm too lazy. I'm not I'm not yeah, I'm, dex- I, I, dexterous I enough. I can't do that either. I can't do it. I can't do anything like that. I've got no skills when it comes to home improvement or anything else. I'm so. starting to think that the three of us are three of the most useless men on the on the whole planet. I agree. I'm really good at burning bridges. You, you <laughs> I've seen you do that. Hey, a 36-year-old man in Paris facing charges for using a piece of cake to vandalize the Mona Lisa. What a horrible waste of cake. Which is why they have a big piece of glass in front of it. That's where he actually defaced the area was he wiped the cake on the glass. So they were able to obviously get it off of there with just a couple of easy motions. This guy was disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair, by the way. Now, all of a sudden, he burst out of the wheelchair, smeared the cake on the front of the glass covering the Mona Lisa. I'll take that smirk right off your face. Security removing him from the building at Le Louvre. And officials did confirm, according to this report, that the attack did involve a pastry. Uh, was it a cupcake or a full cake? It says it was a, a just a slice, a patisserie, because of course that's, yeah, that's French, French for pastry, French, right? right? Uh, apparently, he was involved in some sort of weird climate change protest. Yeah, and good. that's the reason for the cake attack on the Mona Lisa. Yeah, good choice because you know the most effective, uh, <laughs> the most effective protest, the one that you know put the, the spotlight on you. Yes. Uh, the Mona Lisa itself was not damaged. We talked about the fact that there's glass in front of it. And that's where the cake wound up. By the way, it's been behind bulletproof glass ever since 1956 when somebody threw a rock at the Mona Lisa and someone else tried to douse it with acid. But it wasn't a rock. It was a rock. A lobster. We were at the beach. Everybody had matching towels. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he was singing, although probably in French. Do I up? Do I do up? Do I do up? We were at a party. I like this song. I it's a Love the B-52s. It's 843 with the back Steve and Dave. We've got a special guest coming up in a few minutes, right? Uh, uh, yes. I already told you about the uh, the, uh, the 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 Bond Jersey show. Yes. With the, uh, the we're going to be talking to uh, that person coming up in just a few minutes. Tell somebody that you're on the phone. Yeah. Can I answer that right for you? Now. Let me answer. That yeah. Who's calling yeah, you who's right that, now? Who's calling you now at this time of the morning? <laughs> I think I have a uh, a physical coming up. Oh. Uh, in the next oh. couple of days. Oh, well timed. Yeah. It's <laughs> Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 8.52 and Tom Petty on Rock 102. We're going to have some thunderstorms probably later on, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, something like that, and highs in the low 90s today. Uh, earlier this morning, I told you that uh, Dan Williams all week long is going to be giving away tickets to uh, Shelterfest 2022 uh, at, the, uh, at the Elks on Sunday. Great, great lineup, great event, and it's helping the uh, the friends of the homeless. On the phone with us right now to talk about that event is Karen Jeffers, the CEO of Clinical and Support Options. Go on, Karen. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, absolutely. This is a great event. And uh, tell us about what uh, is being planned on Sunday. Yeah, we're so excited about this. Um, it's going to be a beautiful day. We've got a whole lineup of about uh, five or six different local bands. And there's going to be food trucks and games, and uh, the Elks will be operating their bar, and we're just having a big benefit concert uh, to support the Friends of the Homeless program in Springfield. This includes uh, Bon Jersey, the ultimate uh, Bon Jovi tribute show, also uh, Peter Newell and Radio Exile. Boy, Peter Newell never gets out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. He's always out. And and there's a bunch of others, uh, too. But this is... This is uh, to benefit a really, really cool cause. Tell us a little bit about, uh, first of all, about your organization, uh, Clinical and Support Options. Sure. Uh, Clinical and Support Options is a behavioral health organization that serves about 22,000 individuals throughout Western Massachusetts. And we operate Friends of the Homeless, which is the emergency shelter and supportive housing programs in Springfield. And uh, we last year alone, we served about 1,600 individuals who were in need of emergency shelter. shelter. And um, over 113,000 meals were served to individuals who were uh, food insecure. So um, doing a lot of work. It's been a really challenging couple of years, and we're just so grateful to all of the um, fans and musicians who are donating their time to us for this. And and with those kind of numbers that you serve, that definitely requires uh, some extra funding. So this will definitely be uh, something to help, help you out at least a little bit, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, any and all support is so appreciated. And we're hoping, you know, not only to raise some money out of this, but really raise some awareness about the needs in our own backyard and uh, the support that individuals can give. And, you know, it's not a big lift. So just showing up helps us tremendously. Now, I've not seen Bon Jersey lead singer Joe Ventura, who's from Ludlow, by the way, but it says he's mistaken for John Bon Jovi all the time. Is that have you seen him? Karen? I have seen him. I have, and he looks an awful lot like Bon Jovi and sounds like him, too. So it's going to be a great afternoon. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned uh, what a great afternoon is going to be. The weather looks absolutely perfect, mostly sunny and a high of 78. That's going to be a... You couldn't couldn't have picked a better day to have this event at at the Elks. Yeah, we'd like to take credit for that, but it should be a great day. and It's a (laughs) family-friendly event, too. So, uh, you know, adults, families, everybody can come on down. So when you talk about uh, you know the, the friends of the homeless and, and the, the the sheer numbers of people that uh, that you're helping, um, you know again 113,000 meals, you know 1,600 almost 1,700 adults uh, that have been sheltered. I mean the the amount of money that you guys must need to make that happen, the amount of donations that must be required. To, uh, to pull off those kinds of numbers have to be pretty staggering. And I know this is not the only event uh, that you do uh, all year long. If people wanted to buy tickets, you know, what, what should they do? People can either buy them at the door that day or they can go online ahead of time to www.csoinc.org backslash fest and buy tickets. Um, and we're also happy to take donations. As you mentioned, there's a lot to do to support individuals. Um, from providing shelter and housing to all of the needs that they have, whether it's um, clothing, uh, trying to stand people up to get into their own housing, there's a lot of support that we could use. And what's your uh, what's your favorite Bon Jovi song, Karen? 
Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> you thought these were going to be you the way you spot. I wasn't ready for that one. Yeah. Although I am, you know, I grew up in the 80s, so I love them all. <laughs> well, I was, was going to say, I, I'll suggest one for you. Living on a prayer. And don't worry, we'll play it probably three times before the day is over. <laughs> I'm sure. Excellent. Hey, I'll I'm remember sure we will. <laughs> it's uh, Shelterfest 2022 at, uh, at uh, the Elks this Sunday. June 5th, uh, Karen Jeffers from uh, Clinical Support Options. Best of luck. Sounds like it's going to be a great event. Thanks so much. Thanks, Karen. We appreciate it. It's uh, 856 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Hey, Springfield kids, you 